The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. Wrexham's defence in absolute disarray at the moment as the referee blows the final whistle on another awful away day for Wrexham. The final score, Mansfield Town 3, Wrexham 0 and Wrexham's defence ended in disarray and it really did look porous throughout the match. It was a decent start. Wrexham gave themselves a platform to build from first 20 minutes as they looked to have something about them. There was a bit more of a snap in midfield. The defence looked fairly sound in all honesty and it looked okay. Pretty much the, the first danger was the first goal in the 21st minute. A throw-in looked aimless down the line but Steve Evans didn't make the best contact on his header away. Hamshaw cut in from the right-hand side and clipped a good ball into the box. Richie Barker in the right channel was clear on goal and he walked around Income and finished coolly. Then Lee Roach, who started brightly but was coming back from injury, started to make the odd mistake and from one of them he nearly was punished the defence pushed up the ball knocked down the right hand side but Roach on the other side stayed put played Jellyman on side totally low in the penalty area and fortunately for Wrexham Jellyman had an absolutely shocking touch and by the time he turned the defence had got back to halt him but still it was Wrexham on the back foot Hamshaw broke well on the right hand side and drove a tremendous shot come cross across the face of goal Ingham did really well to pour it away but John Baptiste from six yards out managed to smash it onto the roof of the stand when he should have done a lot better the breakthrough the second goal was inevitable though and it came in the 36th minute it started off when Josh Johnson had a poor touch on the halfway line right hand side the ball was knocked over the top Morgan stretched and couldn't reach it Barker was cleared again this time down the left channel and he again rounded Ingham and finished from a tight angle in injury time came a moment which could just have pulled Wrexham back into it though a long ball forwards by Steve Evans Danny Williams laid it off Mark Jones skipped past the last defender to be clear on goal but it wasn't really sitting up for him so he helped on to Llewellyn who 10 yards out should have scored but he drove it much too close to Muggleton who spread himself well and saved it a 2-1 who knows maybe it might have been slightly different but as it was Wrexham at the second half really started it pretty much as they had done throughout the most of the first with the midfield toiling really to cope with Mansfield's energy and the defence looking shaky a corner by Hampshire on the right hand side was met powerfully by the head of John Baptiste and it rattled the bar Ingham I think I just got a little touch to that and as it dropped down Jellyman from six yards out headed it wide when he just couldn't bring the ball down Josh Johnson with his last action in a, a performance which was really up and down I mean he, he had the odd moments he put some decent crosses in in the first half but also lost the ball sloppy on a number of occasions had a moment of promise when he picked the ball up in the hole just moments after he'd chickened out of a challenge and been shouted at roundly by the Wrexham fans picked up the ball and from about 20 yards out trying to curl it into the top right corner and put it just over turning the jeers into applause before long it was Wrexham looking shaky once more a tremendous solo run by Hamshaw from the Mansfield point of view a very slack piece of defending from Wrexham as Hamshaw picked up in the right back position nutmeg Steve Evans who'd stayed up after a corner then burst easily past Mike Williams beats Ryan Valentine too and from the edge of the area blasted a shot which Ingham did really well to push over the bar and from the corner it was played short driven in and John, Bapti- uh, John Baptiste from six yards out hit a shot which Ingham did well to thrust out his left foot and poke it against the post before it was scrambled clear but 
the breakthrough had to come of Wrexham's defence looking shaky. It came in the 70th minute. A free kick had been given against Mark Jones in the D. The actual free kick was rolled to Barker, who smashed it into a wall, which contained the entire Wrexham team, and the ball was partly cleared. So as it hooked back in, well, it looked like Mansfield had a number of players offside, as they were all standing in the six-yard box. Maybe one of the Wrexham defenders was slow coming out. It dropped to Reet. And with all the time in the world and Ingham totally exposed, he had the easiest finish of his career probably to smash the ball past Ingham and make the score 3-0. Wrexham had a, a late twitch of hope when, well, not of hope, just of life, when Mark Jones hit a terrific free kick from 25 yards out, which just shaved the bar. But in injury time, Wrexham's defence fell apart once more. Beardsley came running through the centre, clear on goal, left of centre, and hit a shot which he didn't quite get hold of, allowing Ingham to lunge and make a good sprawling save low down with his left. And even in the closing seconds, there was a goal-mouth scramble, which could easily have led to a goal. The final score was 3-0, though, and Wrexham really didn't have much comfort to take out of it. Steve Evans looked out of sorts, and Morgan did the best as the, the game went on. Roach going off injured, of course, as... Something of a blow for Wrexham. Doan and Johnson struggled to really make any impact. Doan was taken off at half-time. Ferguson as well didn't really look quite up to speed. And Llewellyn up front had very little chance really to impress. The only performances of any promise really were Valentine showed terrific spirit and guts as ever uh, at filling both full-back positions. Uh, at the centre, Danny Williams was breaking things up well and was aggressive and forceful. And Mark Jones again brought into the centre, not quite as influential as in the last two games against Emkin Dons and Rochdale when he was put into the centre, but at least he showed signs of promise. The man of the match for Exxon had to be Ingham. If it hadn't been for Ingham, it could have been a lot worse than the final score, which was Wrexham 3, Mansfield Town 0. Afterwards, Dennis Smith discussed another disappointing performance and also his future at the club. Well, Dennis... First question, what's the feeling like in the dressing room after a game like that? Well, obviously not good. I mean, uh, we're, I'm extremely disappointed with, with the performance. I mean, we've had possibly 65-70% of the play, but if we haven't created anything, and, and you know, the goals they've picked up, the second one, I'm nearly 60, and I'd have believed they stopped the second one. So, I mean, you know, if you do make basic errors, it kills you. You know, we... We came into the game with a game plan, which for 20 minutes looked totally in control. Bang, you get, people make a silly mistake. Costs you. The second one, you're thinking, no, you can't get in there, it's impossible. I mean, it's just a boot up the field. You know, I've got internationals playing back there. He gets in and scores. You know, it, it's, I wish the game, the game shouldn't be that easy, but that, you know, I'll have to change the way we do. I'll just whack it up the field and get people running in behind. But I'm sure, you know, if we tried that, they'd defend better against us. So I say at half time, okay, we'll, we'll we'll go and have another go and change the system a bit. You know, two 0 you can always come back. What we're doing, all right. And then, yeah, I mean, it's the third one. You're thinking, well, he's got to be offside, uh-huh. but he, is, he isn't. Somebody stayed in, and I know who it was. And I'm thinking. Why? And he can't answer the answer. Why? You know, I mean, he should be you know, outside the box, and he's in the box, and you're thinking, why? And he doesn't know. And you know, you're thinking, well, and that's an experienced player. Yeah, and you're thinking, no. So that kills you. Once you're three, yeah, we, we're not looking like a team who's, you know, I've got Mark Jones playing in his preferred position in the middle, and but, you know, we've had one chance, really, that was just before half time, where Chris Clue should have scored, which might have made a difference. But it's, uh, 
in the end, we've just got to accept we're not good enough and we've got to work on ways of doing it. Uh, we can talk about systems. I've tried three different systems today. I'm a person who tends to not to change too often. But obviously, yeah, we're in a situation where I've got to try and make things happen. Um, we'll work on things next week, but we worked on things this week. <laughs> and for 20 minutes, it looked as though it was going to work. And then you get yourself a silly goal. Um, it was one that, you know, we, we can't afford to do because we haven't got a great deal going the other way where we're going to score. That's the problem. You don't look as if you're going to score after you've conceded one of these, one of these. I was going to say sloppy goals. But well, goals they are sloppy goals. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think, yeah, they did. Uh, and you look and you, know, you think, well, how are we going to get back into it? And if it isn't from a free kick where Stevie Evans gets on the end of, and, and, and Stevie's looking a bit shell-shocked, and uh, you know, so you're looking and thinking, well, you want Mark, something from Mark Jones. Well, yeah, we should. It should be team efforts. And uh, unfortunately, at the moment, we, we don't look as though that that's how it's going to work. When you look around in that dressing room now, it obviously hurts you because you hate losing. Is it hurting the players that they're not winning games? Well, I hope so. Um, you'll have to ask them about that. I mean, I've uh, had my say in there. I mean, I've, I'm not happy with certain individuals uh, for us to, you know, to lose in the manner that we have done. Um, you know, we've got to. In the end, I don't go out and play. I can only hopefully direct uh, players go out and play, and they've got to go out and, and perform. And if they don't, then we'll have problems. And at the moment, we've got problems. And I've got to be honest. I don't think I've ever been in a situation like this in 25 years. So I've got to look at it and say, yeah, what can I do? And I will keep working. I've been working for three weeks trying to get people in to, to improve us. That's failed. Um, but I will still keep working. We've got a week which we'll go on the training ground and hopefully I'll teach people how to defend again. Um, it's frustrating with me as a centre-half and Brian Carey on the coaching staff and we're defending the way that we have them uh, today. It's uh, very, very frustrating indeed. Dennis, there's, there's criticism. I'm, I'm not sure how much managers like phone-ins and whatever, but there's been criticism, but it's been sympathetic criticism. They've appreciated what you've done in the past and so on, but do you feel now that there's beginning to be a bit of pressure on your shoulders? Well, there's, there's pressure as soon as you lose. If I lose one game, there's pressure for me. Um, I haven't got a contract. I can go any time. Now, if that makes the, the players better... Then okay, if I can, if we can make it me a better, a better team by me going, I'll go. But it won't. No. You know the players will be still here, and be the same players, and so you know you'll have the same problems. So uh, you know I think that you know that sort of, of talk is is a waste of time and energy. Now what we've got to do is, is talk about how we're going to put it right and how can we put it right and uh, and work to put it right. Uh, you know, if you uh, if you think that people think that. It will be better without me. I can go and work somewhere else. I mean, I've had quite a few offers since I've been here, and uh, you know, I'm sure, although I'm having a bad time at the moment, other people realise what I'm capable of doing. So um, I, I would hope that people do here, but we'll have to wait and see. But you'll love the challenge of putting this right, won't you? Oh, I want, I want to stay here and, and do what I think this club... I've said all along that with or without backing, I will take this club to what I believe is the champ where it could go, which is a championship. And if fans want to get behind me, great. I would prefer to do it with them. If they want to get it, get at me, then I'll try and do it without them. So what are the options now? 
couple of lone players to maybe strengthen things? Well, yeah, I mean, it, I've been trying to do that for the last three weeks. And, you know, the ones I want, who I think will make us better, I can't get. So I will get back on the phone on Monday and, and keep pestering people and chiving people. I can get youngsters in. You know, and they're not bad youngsters, but it's a gamble again. Um, you shouldn't put... I left Mike Williams out today because I don't think the situation we're in, we, we should be looking for experienced players to help us out. And you know, I've had a couple lined up which have fallen through at the last hurdle. You know, and I want ex if I could, I would like experienced players to help us out. You know, that's what you need at the moment. You need your experienced players standing up and being counted. And you know, that really was as experienced as I could get today out on the field. Dennis, thanks for standing up and being counted. Cheers. Thank you. Afterwards, a clearly upset Danny Williams spoke on the sides of the pitch. Not good enough at the moment. We ain't good enough to. Uh, we are good enough. Well, we are good enough to bounce back. We've got to be. But um, playing like that, we won't. What do you think you can do, sort of pushing forward? I mean, up front seems to be the issue, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I thought you know, how the back was today. I mean, ah, it's just a comedy of errors, mate. And to be honest with you, the th three goals. Put all my hands up for the third goal. It was my fault because I never, never squeezed out. Um, I don't know why I never, I just didn't. Um, Exception that he wasn't offside then? The yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, he wasn't offside. I, I knew, thought I kept him in. I was trying to anticipate the ball, really, but uh, there's no excuses. I, I, it was my fault. In terms of where we go now, I mean, what's the atmosphere like in the dressing room, Dan? Well, obviously, it's down now. Um, seven defeats or eight defeats, so, uh, you know, the morale's extremely low. But, um, We've just got to just got to get on with it. And uh, he had near enough uh, full squad. Missing Neil Roberts was the only one. Well, and Pedge, so there's no excuses really. You know, it just wasn't good enough today. And it hasn't been for the past past seven games. And do you feel that you can do something to? I mean, it's hard to keep asking the same questions, isn't it? Because we don't quite know what it is that, that's going wrong in there. There seems to be injuries we can talk about and there seems to be all sorts of tactics and formations we can talk about but the goals just aren't coming at the moment well no no it's it's plain to see the goals ain't coming at the moment and uh, we're making mis mistakes as well you know we were on top for the first 25-30 minutes conceded another sloppy goal and then got back on top and then conceded another one and if you keep on doing that we're never going to you know it's always an uphill uphill struggle so um, we just got to You've got to keep on going, you know. It's, there's still a lot of games to be played for, you know. Um, we've still got a game or a game in hand that we we've got to win. Um, but, but I said that last time against Mansfield. So I don't think I should say it again. Could have been said different if the Welling had slotted that one away just before half time. Yeah, it was a good chance. Um, but that's it, you know. We, we concede silly at the, at the uh, one end, and we don't put them away the other, and uh, cost you at the end, doesn't it? Thanks, Danny. Sudden nightmare continues. Happy Mark Griffiths and the Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast.